Hi, Laura. Hi, Molly. <laughs> Hi, Molly. Hi. Hi, how are I'm you? I'm really excited to be here with you. For this, our first ever podcast recording. How do you feel? Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Uh, really excited to be here with you as well. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good tonight. How about you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling good tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling pretty good tonight. I, you know, I'm really excited to do this podcast. It's going to be really fun. This podcast is basically just some decent reviews, somewhat decent reviews. Only somewhat. Yeah, because not- we're not professionals here. No, Let's we'll leave real. that to the real, the real pros of yeah. podcast world. Exactly. We'll just be so- amateurs. We'll just be amateur podcasters for now. So That's what I aspire to be is an amateur podcaster. I know. Actually, my true goal is to podcast somewhat decently. Well, um, so let's just take a minute to introduce ourselves and we can say, you know, please tell me about you. Okay. I'd love to tell you about me. So my name is Molly, as you know, but as our many listeners do not know, yeah. um, my pronouns are they, them. Um, I am from Vermont originally, oh, but now I live Vermont. in Portland, Vermont. Yes. Very close to the Canadian border, <laughs> but now I'm in Portland, Oregon with you. And who are you? I'm Laura Jaffe, Laura Harper Jaffe. Also, uh, my pronouns are she and her, um, where am I from? I am from, uh, the San Francisco Bay area, small town called El Cerrito strip mall, capital of the world, elbow of the Bay area, or should I say (laughs) armpit of the Bay area? Although some would beg to differ. Some would say Hercules is the armpit of the Bay area. Mm -hmm. Uh, that remains to be seen anyways. Uh, yeah. Where did you buy your deodorant? Uh, I bought my deodorant. Yeah. Good question. Um, it was hard to come by in El Cerrito. Yeah. Uh, just had to rustle up some dirt and, uh, slap some lavender in it. Oh, and then, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're right next to Berkeley. Uh, okay. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I'm from Vermont. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? What kinds of, what kinds of stuff do we enjoy? Why are we making a fucking podcast? Why are we making a podcast? Well, because you and I really like to sit around and shoot the shit about the books that we're reading, the music we're listening to, all the cool stuff that we like to ingest. I think we're just kind of a couple of uh, like pop culture and media nerds. I think that we have a lot to say about them. And I think a lot of people would really agree with a lot of what we have to say. And so, yeah, I think it's, it's just, a cool you know, what? we don't care what you think anyways, cause we're going to yeah. report, report, report a podcast. We're going to, we are going to report to the principal and we are going to make this podcast one way or another. <laughs> okay. So, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. What do you think? Okay. If this was a dating profile and you yeah. had to like answer or a dating profile and, or an interview, God, both sound <laughs> horrible. Uh, what about you? Do you think is going to make for like a somewhat decent review? What about me is going to make up for a somewhat decent review? What kinds of stuff do I like? My, uh, my favorite kinds of, uh, books <laughs> are usually nonfiction. I do love fiction. I kind of like the whole gamut. I have a lot of poetry books on my shelf. I have a lot of nonfiction, um, 
especially like book reviews, like Ursula K. Le Guin's articles, essays, Mm. that kind of stuff. She's a real one. She is. Recently, I've been really into short stories, Mm. which is kind of interesting. So I like to read old stuff intermixed with new stuff. So my kind of reviews will probably be a lot of old stuff mixed in with some new stuff. Love that. That's (laughs) looking forward to it already. Um, well, if my, um, my dating profile in reality, which is, you know, not an, not active anymore in case for all the, the, the fans who are wondering, um, who will be wondering, (laughs) um, my dating profile, uh, talked a lot about, uh, food. I, I listed that I only wanted to have coffee and eat pie together on a, on the first date. So, um, and I stand by that. I'm a good first date coffee and pie. Uh, yeah. Also what I like to listen to, um, read, watch, um, is definitely like somewhere in between fantasy and reality, I like magical realism. I like fantasy books. I like some sci-fi. Uh, I like to, be uh I like details we I like a lot of a lot of world building um don't like to be dropped in with no explanation unless there's going to be a good explanation coming up like Mm. very much a Gemini would like all the details all the time please Mm -hmm. um so I think can relate yeah yeah um so I think that we are gonna do good with our decent root, somewhat decent reviews, because I think that we'll be able to give all the details. Well, at least one of us will be succinct. Uh, mm. not probably not both of us, but one of definitely us definitely not like, both. Yeah, Every definitely episode. not both. Yeah. But you can count on at least a, one of us. Yeah. I mean, and we may oscillate between yeah. the episode during yeah. the episode. Yeah. I've been um, known to give a really freaking detailed review, especially about things that I'm really, really that into, you're geeked like, on. Yeah. That I'm geeked on. Like I will confess this early on. I am a Harry Potter dork. Yeah. I, I'm really into it. I know literally. Can I tell so a story about people. you for our, yeah. uh, our sure, one, sure. our one listener. Hi Meg. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Molly, when I first met Molly, I, I didn't really know, know how much of a Harry Potter fan they were. Like, I thought I was a a Harry Potter fan because I'd like read all the books multiple times and like seen all the movies and like knew a lot of factoids. Um, but then I invited Molly, Molly had like told me in passing that they were like really into Harry Potter. So it was early on in our friendship and I, I was really into trivia for a while. Um, fact hound that I am and uh I asked Molly to join my trivia team and that that trivia seem was just happened to be a Harry Potter themed trivia it was my dream um, actually which which is one which is a one of Molly's greatest dreams achieved um and yeah. and so little did I know so when you showed mm-hmm. up um it took a lot to get there because Molly forgot their ID and then they had to oh go gosh. home and get their ID it was, it was a, a whole situation. I missed but, the first round Molly missed the whole first round and pulled us. We were, we were last place. And then Molly got there and like fucking killed it. And like, pulled us I up to like 13th, I think. Or something yeah. Like that. There were a lot of from teams, like 30 teams. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I learned a lot that day. And one of the things <laughs> I learned is that Molly knows their Harry Potter, like, like no other, um, I've yeah, never, I believe- I've never seen anything like it. 
Wow. It's impressive. I tell you what, that's impressive. Uh, yeah. I feel like we're going to definitely have an episode this season that is all geeked out on Harry Potter. I'm excited to talk about all the things that are wrong with the movies and mm-hmm. not right, but not about bad. the books though. Just oh, the movies? No, yeah, I mean, like I can go, I can talk about some incongruencies in the books for sure. <laughs> We're but... like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a podcast on Harry Potter. And I'm not gonna talk about the books. <laughs> um well, just mo- well just movies. We're gonna do me- several podcasts about Harry Potter. Yeah. Just so you have buckle something to look up. forward to, Laura. <laughs> buckle, buckle up, Meg. Up. <laughs> uh yeah, buckle up, Meg. We're gonna refer this entire season to our one listener who's Meg. So it, don't get jealous. It's just yeah, it's so our that's just our right. most important listener. So, so when people are listening in perpetuity and they're like going back into the archives, into the earliest episodes mm-hmm. and you know, they're going to be like, who is this? Meg? Yes. Yeah. Who okay. Yeah. Yes. Let's, question. Sorry. I question just had answer. a really uh, Labrador thought and had to change the subject. What would you like to um, shout out here? I have an, something that I'd love to shout out because I, part of the reason I make podcasts is that I love podcasts. And so I would like you to shout out what's one of your favorite podcasts that you're listening to. I know you're not as big of a podcast listener, but you do love a good podcast here and there. Yes. I shout it out right now. Totally. Okay. So the, my relationship with podcasts is that I do not in the same way as I think many people listen to a whole series of podcasts by the same person, the same thing. I'm more of an individual episode person. So Mm -hmm. I have individual episodes of certain podcasts that I really love. Mm -hmm. And of all of these podcasts that I listen to, um, I think some of my favorites are, I really like the moth radio, um, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, an NPR podcast, storytelling podcast. I'm really into those. Mm -hmm. I listen to those episodes often. Same thing with on being, I'm a little bit of a horror for, uh, for the NPR podcasts. I tell you like Krista, Krista Krista Tippett. Yeah. She's a, what a name too. Krista Tippett. Yeah. Yeah. So these are some of the ones that I really like. I also really like swoon. That's a good one about relationships, especially Mm. like queer relationships and nice. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Honestly, um, one of my favorite things about on being is just how much of a fucking podcast voice Krista Tippett has. She it's like, really does. Hi, today I'm going to be here talking to my favorite person in the really wonderful, lovely interview named Ocean Wong. And it's like, I cannot, I mean, that's totally Ocean. not. Ocean what? comes from a Oh my God, you're better at it. And. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Would you take a moment to share what is your relationship to religion? Yes. <laughs> Every yes. single time. She's Every great. time. I'm like, I'm here for it. You know, yeah. and I am not, I will disclose, I am a not a, an incredibly religious person. I went through a really religious phase. And so now coming out of that and kind of I'm a spiritual person and I really Mm -hmm. do appreciate the podcast because I think rather than being more about, you know, it doesn't, I think it's just really like the best of religion. (laughs) Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's people talking Mm -hmm. about the best of their spirituality and their journey and their why. And I like hearing those things. Yeah. I like how you said that their why. Yeah. That's, I definitely like podcasts like that. Um, I am going to shout out my favorite podcast right now, which I've listened to in quick, I'm a podcast, uh, 
I go, I go in where I go like all in where I'll listen to like mm-hmm. all the episodes of one podcast in like a period of like, I don't know, a couple months. So the current one is, I mean, I have, I take breaks because sometimes I go crazy with podcasts and then other times mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, not into them right now. I'm obsessed with, uh, MK ultra shout out to, um, fave comedian slash just, I don't know person on the internet but um Killian and his friend Mark um are the two hosts. Laura is not exaggerating Laura I I will tell you uh Laura loves this person like I I think about him all the time I think he's so funny (laughs) I think he's really funny funny. I just think that I mean I'm I bet he already knows this because he's got like a shit ton of followers but he's just hella funny he's hella funny anyways the podcast, actually, I started listening to his podcast because I was like, oh, this is one of my favorite comedians uh, on the internet. And I discovered him in the pandemic. And I think he kind of blew up in the pandemic. But he has a podcast that I found out about later and then started just kind of was like, oh, I'll, I'll give it a listen because it was about film. And as you know, I went to film school and I'm a huge mm-hmm. film nerd and TV nerd as well, but big, big into film and filmmaking. And uh, although I'm a preschool teacher now, I don't do it anymore. It's always been like a passion of mine. So my, my thing that I, the thing I love about the podcast, uh, MK ultra is that check it out. If you haven't is uh, that it's just like two friends talking, like nerding out about movies together, which is like, right up my alley like I and I all oftentimes I'll be like listening to it and I'll be like laughing or like responding to them like as if I'm like hanging out with them like you know I'm just Mm -hmm. like I'm right there with them you know like I'm nerding I nerd like they nerd and I think that that is something that's very uh comforting I find it a very comforting podcast because Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just like two, two friends hanging out online, but talking about their favorite movies or their like movies they don't like, or just like shooting yeah. shit about random stuff. So that's, a, that's a favorite right now. Um, I have been learning a lot about some movies that I will now probably watch from them because they do have pretty good reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, totally. Okay. What do, what do you think? What are we thinking about? What kind of, what music are you listening to right now? Yesterday, I listened to an album, Joan Baez's Greatest Hits. And oh. I really love Joan Baez. She's an amazing- She's like that high voice lady, uh, right? Yeah, that one. Oh, I like how it kind of trailed off. I'm not yeah, even so going to try to. And she also did, you know, like Forever Young, that oh. song. I thought so that was a Bob changed. Dylan song. Oh, she was a Bob Dylan Bay. Like she they dated. Like, yeah, they were like friends. That was the era, right? She was around in the mm-hmm. 70s. She's amazing. Listened to her a lot when I was growing up with my parents. And mm-hmm. I go through waves with music. You know, my music taste is pretty eclectic. Um, I tend to be most drawn towards like Americana folk, like some country mm-hmm. things. Deaf um, country definitely that, but like classic country too. And current country. I like the pop country. I'm into it. Um, my favorite bands, the Avett brothers, but I'm really influenced and inspired by all the seventies, sixties, seventies, eighties. That's what my dad always played. So yeah, that's yeah. the kind of music I'm usually into, but that Joan Baez, um, album is really beautiful. Obviously it's her greatest hit. So it's a lot of songs that, you know, and that you can relate to that you've heard before. Mm-hmm. So they feel really familiar and yeah, sometimes listening to songs that you have heard, like even before you remember hearing them, right? Like mm-hmm. I probably heard some of those songs when I was 
a baby or really little because my parents yeah. listen to them yeah. all the time. And they sound familiar. You they know? sound familiar forever. And so you listen to them and it's like, oh, it hits that place in you, which is totally one of the coolest things I think about music. I'm also a musician. I play the guitar. I like to sing. So um, yeah, I'm, I think just like you, I mean, and we all are passionate about all of these things, but you like dove into the study of film and music is definitely can go ham on talking about music yeah yeah that's awesome I uh when I think about John Baez I I think I like weirdly had was given one of her Christmas albums which was weird because I'm not (laughs) Christian or I don't celebrate (laughs) Christmas until adulthood I didn't celebrate Christmas so uh that was that was funny uh and you know just a lot of like really high notes I'm not even gonna try to hit any of the high notes that she hits but um I, that my takeaway from listening to Joan Baez is like not Joni Mitchell, but similar range of high notes. Uh, yeah. There so you go. yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's they, cool. I guess they do have a similar, um, like a similar, they sing in a similar key. Yeah. Similar yeah. Pitch. Um, cool. I really like, let's see. I'm like, what have I been listening to? Yeah, I, you listen to I've it? been on a podcast kick and so I haven't been listening to as much music but yesterday Mm. I was making like a playlist or something like that for something um and I came across uh this uh you know the gap band that like disco era okay I can't sing it for the gap band look up the song um outstanding by the gap band it's just got as my brother calls it a crunchy beat um (laughs) crunchy beat okay a crunchy beat is just like in jaffe talk uh is uh, basically just like a beat that you just can't help, but start moving to, you know, Yeah, it's like those outstanding by the gap band, just put it on and fucking cruise, you know, just cruise dance. Yeah. Outstanding by the gap band. cruise around your, your little bedroom or living room. Yes. Um, Awesome. So how, what have you been watching recently, Laura? Have you watched any shows or movies? My God, tell me about it. Um, this is, this is where we get into the meat and this is where we get this where we get into the meat <laughs> watch out world uh we are getting a little, a little wild in here uh we're working you know all i have to say is tv for my <laughs> for me to <laughs> salivate <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh i really really like uh we've been watching station 11 um mm. A new TV show on HBO Max, I believe, um, based on a sci-fi book, sci-fi slash fantasy uh, book. Um, and I was nervous. I was excited, like super excited when I saw the trailer. Um, I saw the trailer relatively quick, like right before it came out, actually. And I was like, what the, like, shut the front door. You know, like I was like, they finally made it into a show because I remember. So the book was one of my favorite books when I was in my yeah. my youth um, in my okay. early twenties, uh, probably you know who the book was by Emily St. John Mandel or Emily okay. Mandel M A N D E L. I think is like the last part of her last name, but I think mm-hmm. she's got like a weird hyphenated last name. Anyways, she is yeah, like a pretty good writer, decent writer. Uh, the book, I think she's good at world building. I think the thing mm-hmm. that I really liked about the book when it came out is this was, mind you, this was pre-pandemic. Uh, we're currently in year two of the pandemic. Um, this was pre-COVID. You know, there were like, it was like post-SARS that this book came out, but like SARS didn't affect the United States where we are. It affected mm-hmm. Asia. And so 
we just, you know, didn't have any kind of concept of that. But this book is about uh, what happens when a pandemic wipes out like most of the population. So like wow. maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't quite know how many people survive, but, and they don't really say, but like pretty much everybody's gone. And like a lot of people die from this pandemic. It's very, very, very contagious and it kills people. So the book starts out with this kid who survives um, Mm -hmm. and like the ways in which she connects to her world, um, to people, other people and the ways she has to kind of parent herself when her family Mm -hmm. dies and kind of how she moves on in this post-apocalyptic world. So it is a post-apocalyptic book. Um, but it is more hopeful and light than other uh, post-APOC books that I've read mm-hmm. because it kind of is about, so in her adulthood, she is a part of, you find out, because it travels back and forth in time, um, kind of showing the before and then the after, mm-hmm. the aftermath. And she is a Shakespearean actor who's in a traveling Shakespearean troupe um, who, you know, in the new world such as it is um they are like you know they don't have phones there's no electricity there's none none of that we're kind of they're kind of back to how it Mm -hmm. how it all started and but they have Shakespeare they have some books and stuff and so yeah uh they're traveling around performing Shakespeare for like the different settlements that have popped up in like the 25 years or whatever since the apocalypse and so it's a really interesting like kind of silly but also really really intense at times uh book highly recommend it uh the book now i'm just talking about the book (laughs) that was the the book compared to the show i really went down a fucking rabbit hole with that (laughs) but yes it's so i guess i'm twofold recommendation that's my book recommendation that's also my my tv show recommendation because the show is really really good it's really good uh, it's mm-hmm. got Mackenzie Davis as the star, who is actually now one of my favorite actors. Uh, I think she's really hard to, she's one of those people where you can't look away, you know, like you, yeah. you can't stop watching her. She really commands like the screen, the space. Um, she's obviously like gorgeous, but she's also mm-hmm. just, I think she's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like watching her. Um, so she's the main, one of the main characters in the show. If and she's the main character, she plays the adult, uh, Chris Kirsten, who's the main character in the book and the show. Uh, and I don't know, it's a bunch of other people who I don't know uh, as actors. Uh, I think she's like mm-hmm. the biggest, the bi- one of the biggest name actors in the show. Um, but yeah, she's, it's phenomenal. It's a really, really good show. It's the tempo and pacing of the show is incredible. It's like, keeps you on the edge of your seat the entire time. Yeah. Um, so cool. you're just like hooked. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, please. I didn't even think about do. it. I think it popped up on my feed, but you know, like I am a, I am a self-identified baby when it comes to <laughs> yeah. like scary things, you know, yeah. and yeah. my favorite genre of television really is, I'm not ashamed to share reality TV. I love it. I yeah. love watching like the bachelor and love Island and freaking selling Tampa and selling sunset like we love to hate it i mean we love those things or you do too but i I also can yeah i can i can also get into a magical fantasy series i'll have to i'll have to give that one like the episode first episode or two a shot Mm -hmm. um you know so right now for me tv i just finished 
watching all the way through from start to finish again. So I'd never finished insecure. I never finished the last season. And so I really wanted to, because I remembered how much I, you know, enjoyed that show. And so I decided to rewatch it all the way through and boy, oh boy, am I glad I did. Yeah. It's so good. That show is unreal. And it it. not only, it just like, Oh God, it's, it's really good. The acting is phenomenal, phenomenal. The writing is so good. It is so quick witted. It's really relatable. Mm -hmm. Like every, I think any single person watching that show would be able to watch it and see themselves in several different characters, several of the characters, you know, which is really cool. And that's like kind of the mark of a really good show in, it was, mm-hmm. I felt it was really real. It didn't um, downplay like the struggles of living in a city of trying to figuring out, like trying to figure out what you want to do with your life when you're in that like sweet spot of late twenties, early thirties, which mm-hmm. is kind of where we are right now, you know? Yeah. Um, and on top of that, it's like excellent costumes, like the yes. hair yes. and makeup, but like everybody is just looks so good in that show. Yeah. And the soundtrack is bananas so, good. so i heard highly- that solange did i know that um i think melina matsukas the director uh mm-hmm. started out with music videos and then moved to shows i think she directed some of the either some of the episodes or um just had some creative was an executive producer or something nice and then solange yeah. and melina are like best friends and so i heard that Solange did, did the, at least the first season or second season she did some of the music in it which that's is not awesome. surprising at all because yeah. it i mean solange is amazing and the soundtrack is really fantastic. I, there's a playlist on Spotify that you can check out and it's just basically the complete insecure. Yeah. And it has pretty much every single song that was in the show on it, which I've been listening to a lot of recently. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, it's just really good. So yes. I really loved that one. And yeah, that's the show I've been watching recently. I'm trying to think of like books. Like- were you team Nathan or were you team, uh, where this Lawrence. is a giveaway. This is a giveaway because if you haven't seen the show, there's two love interests. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, so oh gosh, that's really hard too because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But yeah, I will say which my which one I'm the team of. Okay, so you'll know. What's what the I other mean. guy's name? Why am I drawing a blank? There's Lawrence and Nathan, Lawrence, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I am not going to tell you who Isa picks, but I will say that I was on team yeah. Nathan. I was on team Nathan too. Yeah. I like Lawrence a lot as a character and I just love yeah. Nathan. I, I mean, love him. you can't look at that boy's face and I not know. love He's him. He's ridiculous. He is it's such ridiculous. a cutie. Yeah. I really love um, him. I just loved his character. I thought he had yeah. a lot of depth and had a really interesting story. And- One of my favorite things about that show is that he, uh, demonstrates or shows in his character just like talks about uh mental health which for men on tv is just like not a thing like it's just not really like men are not allowed to be vulnerable in terms of like a love interest modern day character who's like self-confident and like hot but also is like yeah I have like I might be bipolar I'm dealing with some really bad depression and I'm crying while I'm talking to you like Mm -hmm. the fact that he portrayed that so so multifaceted and so well I really really enjoyed his performance totally and And you know yeah and I think you know what's really cool about 
I think it kind of this goes across the board with the entire cast, but they're all just as like amazing and genuine in person, you know, like I've uh-huh. obviously started following a lot of them on social media and um, yeah. the person who plays Nathan, I'm pretty sure his name is Kendrick Hudson or what is it? Kendrick's Samson. Okay. Kendrick Samson. Yeah. yeah. So he is like also just an amazing dude. He's yeah. like always he started posting profit. Started a nonprofit. Like- yeah. He's he's like really involved in the communities. He's like, I don't know. He's just a really cool guy. He's always posting things where I'm like, yeah, way to speak on he's that. A feminist. Like, yeah. He's a feminist. He's, and yeah, I, he's just awesome. So, and I think, I mean, also, also Issa and everybody else on the show is the same. So yeah. And we love Kelly. Yeah. Kelly forever. And love Kelly. Okay. Now we're just like fanning about the yeah, show, but yeah, fangirling about the show. but okay. it's please watch it. Okay. So the book I want to review is, um, called the office of historical corrections. So it's the office of historical corrections and it's by Danielle Evans. And it is a collection of short stories, um, and one novella. So I think there's three, what is four. a novella? Okay. You know, it's longer than a short story, but it's, but it's not, it's too not long really to a be book. a short story. Cause it's not short enough. It's not quite short enough to be a short yeah. story. Yeah. It's closer to a, a novel. Okay. Know? Okay. So this book is really amazing. I would highly, highly recommend it. Even if you only read one or two stories out of it, even if you skip to the end and you only read the novella, the way that Daniel Evan writes is really beautiful. Like she writes in a way that is descriptive, but leaves a lot to the imagination. So she's giving you a lot of detail, but you also have to put the things together and figure it out on your own. And so, I don't know. I really like that. She's really creative. She's, she talks about like really raw emotions and family dynamics and family experiences. And, um, yeah, she's just really amazing. She's, I, I think she won like the best short story award when she was 30 and she's a professor. Um, She's really, yeah, she's really amazing. And I would just recommend that book. Okay. Yeah. Gonna put it on my queue on my yeah, put uh, it on your queue. I think it would own. probably be a really good audiobook too, but I don't know cool. if it is. For me, audiobooks we've got to gotta test out who's the voice actor first. Audiobooks yeah. are so, so specific for me on I will not listen if I don't like the person's voice. Like I listened to, I don't know, three books of like some fantasy series because I was like, Yeah, this, this voice actor's got a nice English accent and her voice is very soothing. But then I tried to listen to uh, that Hanya Yanagihara book, A Little Life. Um, mm-hmm. And the dude's voice was just so grating. And I was like, how yeah, did you it. get hired to be a voice actor? Like, <sighs> sorry, but yeah. no, like hard no, pass, hard pass. That's so funny. Do you feel the same way about podcasts you listen to? Like what if the person doing a podcast has a really grating voice or you haven't come into it yet in a podcast? You know, I, I do feel like that. Um, it's funny because so uh, my my uh, partner is really into MMA mixed martial mixed martial arts um and as mixed martial arts and as a result of that like as of it being on our tv all the time like on the weekends like with fights on like I've gotten into it which is something I never thought I'd get into but I do Mm -hmm. love I am a sports nerd so I guess it's fitting anyhow uh uh, in the MMA like after or pre pre or post show there's like one commentator whose voice is like it's like he's at 11 all the time. Like he oh, cannot God. stop hey, yelling. We're so glad that you're here. Exactly. It's yeah, like, it's, it's so like, bad. 
up here it's like so fucking loud and just there's no chill and I'm like okay I understand we're commentating on sports but also none of your coworkers are yelling like you are like why everybody is calm sir yeah I need you to just take it sir can you please can you please sit the fuck down uh so yeah (laughs) I would enjoy you taking one big breath yeah just take a (laughs) take a deep breath uh yeah I want like one of his coworkers to turn to him and just be like Brian you don't have to be so Brian Clint you gotta shut up you got you got you gotta turn it down tone that voice down yeah I just want like I'm a feel like a little bit of a librarian but also in like a in a good way because I'm like yeah so I long story short I have not come across a podcast where the Mm. voice of somebody is really grating just just the MMA channel and the audiobook yes just an audiobook so far and that that dude that MMA commentator but you know there I could be the first I could be my own worst nightmare so no. we haven't played I, this back yet. We haven't played it back yet. There's still time. I, I think it's going to be okay. I think it'll be fine. I'm pretty sure that. Um, Meg, uh, please let us know. Meg, how we our do. one fan. Our fan, <laughs> You know, Meg. I'm pretty sure my parents are going to listen to this also. So oh, hey, Woody, Woody and Rebecca. Woody, oh, yeah. Rebecca. Why not Welcome Ken and Ellen? Shout them out too. My, yeah. my parents. <laughs> While we're at it, let's uh, oh, list all let's just shout out the whole fans. Let's all let's fans. uh list all the members of our families uh in chronological <laughs> order by their birth date and and then uh, their height and then their height. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then we'll have all of our fans. Yeah, everybody. Oh and gosh. when we say fans, uh, we're talking we enforced right? fans. <laughs> we enforced fans. Yeah, we're talking. We bought these fans. Yeah, we bought them all. Uh, <laughs> you know, $5 per 10,000 followers. Oh my God. Uh, okay. So okay. We're into wrapping it, wrapping it up here. We're going to keep the... going. Um, and Laura, I'm going to let you introduce the movie that we're going to do a little, uh, somewhat Sick. decent review of. So prefacing this movie with the fact that Molly and I, uh, in November in right over Thanksgiving time, if you're in the States, uh, we decided to say fuck Thanksgiving and, uh, fly to Ireland uh and because you know neither of us had been to ireland before we had a dream it had been a dream to go to Mm -hmm. ireland both of us had been to uh england but not scotland and ireland and so we were like let's go to scotland and ireland and then that didn't pan out because we didn't have enough time so we're like fuck it we'll just go to ireland and we went for 10 days drove around most of the country didn't make it to the top part but made it all around the country sligo see you next time sligo we're coming for you. We're coming for you. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so we were in Ireland, uh, had the time of our lives, both fell in love with the country, both want to move, move there and retire there. Um, they might retire together there most likely, yeah, probably, um, probably, uh, make our partners move. Uh, but also since we've gotten back from Ireland, we've been missing it. Something fierce. So, uh, we've been watching our time. Yeah. So we picked, uh, we've been texting each other about Irish books, movie TV, since we've gotten back Mm -hmm. music. Um, and, uh, we watched a movie together last time we were hanging out called, uh, wild mountain time, which, uh, was one of those things that was really funny and, you should always uh, question your friend when your friend's like, come on over and watch this rom-com with me. And yeah. uh, well, I had seen it before and it's I great. It was so good. And it, and it was a rom-com. So and Lord, it was, come watch this Irish rom-com. It was a rom-com, but it was also one of the more bizarre movies I've seen. 
in a while. And I realized like three quarters of the way through, cause I kept being like, Molly, this is so weird. And I kept being like, Molly, like you didn't like preface this movie with like, it's totally fucking weird, but it's really good. And it's Molly's because like, oh, yeah. I didn't even register it as a weird movie. Okay. Back rewind in this conversation to when I talked about music. Um, this movie has a great soundtrack and it yeah, has a true. really beautiful rendition of one of my favorite old Irish ballads, wild mountain time. And I love to play that song. I love to sing that song. And this movie, that's like the, that's like the main song of this whole movie. Right. Right. So right. When I think about that movie, I think about how it has that really great song. And I was like, yeah, come watch this movie. There's a great song in it. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. And um, I mean, bless you because it was a good movie. I mean, I don't know. I, as I think about it more, I'm like, what? did I like it? Did I like it? I was okay, a little bit so frustrated for part, a lot of it. Um, I'm going to give a little bit of background as to background. What, this, what this movie is about. So that our tell listener, Meg what it's about. Meg, yeah. We got to tell Meg what this movie is about. Okay. So this movie is basically about these two kids. They live on adjacent farms out in the Irish countryside. Um, they're both single children of, you know, a family. So they're both basically set to inherit these giant farms that have been in their families for hundreds of years. Right. And everybody in the town is basically like, well, those two are destined to be married. They live on adjacent farms. It would only make sense if that young girl and that young boy eventually get married. Right. The only problem is the girl is head over heels in love with the guy, but the guy is not head over heels in love with the girl. So, um, the girl we're going to just tell you is Emily Blunt. She's amazing. Her name is Rosemary in the movie. Emily Blunt's one of my favorite actresses. I've loved her for many years. Um, and the main guy is Jamie Dornan and that's actually one of Laura's faves, right? Laura. Yeah. Love Jamie. Love Jamie. Love a Jamie. Such a cutie. So they grow up and this whole movie basically tells the story of this young man, um, What's his name? Anthony, Anthony Riley. Anthony. Anthony Riley is his name. So it's him and he is really reluctant to propose and get married to our young um, girl, Rosemary. And she basically chases him and is like, come on, dude, come on. And there's like a whole thing where because he's not going to get married, he's not going to inherit the farm. And so there's some drama, but you know, it's just your basic love story, right, Laura? Yeah. Um, can I, can you I just can have you guess what the, uh, Rotten Tomatoes audience score and the tomato meter is? I'm going to guess a uh, 90 tomato meter. Wow. <laughs> you're confident, huh? Okay. Uh, you're going to guess 90 for the tomato meter. What do you think the audience score was? Maybe like a 87. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, drum roll. <laughs> The tomato meter is a 26% and the audience score is 51%. Yes. The audiences loved that song. <laughs> they love that song. They were in it for the song and then they wanted to leave. Oh my God. Okay. Let me hilarious. give you the critics, the critics consensus. Not like we okay, yeah. trust rotten tomatoes really, but just, yeah, I just yeah. find just it fun, dude, funny probably. to read. Um, mm -hmm. Critics consensus fatally undermined by dodgy accents and a questionable story. Wild mountain time is a baffling misfire for a talented filmmaker oh. and impressive cast. 
misfire. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that you love it so much, and I want to like it. It's just beautiful. Like it's it just is beautiful. But everything set. that's Irish is fucking beautiful. But I mean, I mean like every true. The, the scenery, the fucking okay. accents. It's just. It is a very cute. weird. It's all cute. Film. There's a bunch of really weird lines. Okay, so let's obviously give a little history of what this movie is. Okay, exactly. So this movie was originally a play that was written for stage, right? So like Broadway play. Yeah. Um, and I think Laura, you hit the nail on the head when you first watched it. You said that the movie itself read very much like a play, mm-hmm. right? Which I find not terrible <laughs> well because if you wanted to see a play you'd go to see well, if i wanted I to fucking know, see a play. a play i'd go see a play like i don't want to see a play you want to watch a movie. um so what what the reason it read like a play is because it was very much um two people scenes right so there wasn't like a lot of crowd shots there wasn't big group scenes there wasn't like this anything like that and it was a lot of dialogue and like really back and forth dialogue you know like in yeah. a lot of movies I think that the a lot of the story is just in the cinematography right like what yeah. we're seeing what we're zooming in on where we are and this movie was very much filmed also like it was a play <laughs> yeah the other thing that I had took issue with was just that the dialogue even for a play was just very uh I was just like trying to figure out what was going on a lot of the time. Yeah, I didn't kind of quite... made you feel stupid. It kind of made me feel stupid, but also the dialogue was, yeah, it was very, um, I don't know what the word is. It was stiff. It was yeah. pretty stiff. And the character is meant to be stiff. Like one of the characters, the Emily Blunt's character is like, I forgot what her name is, is like very, Rosemary. no, Rosemary, Rosemary. She's very like fucking go-getter tough. She's a badass mm-hmm. bitch. Like she's a tough bitch. You know, she's yeah. like, she knows what she she's wants. She's running her whole farm by she's herself. She's running her, she's... her farm by herself. She doesn't have time for bullshit, but she fucking loves Jamie Dornan's character. And Jamie Dornan is just like this bumbling, like awkward, awkward endo to his credit or to his character's credit. Like, honestly, seems like he could have ASD, like autism, Um, maybe in which yeah. case, like, He's not a bumbling weirdo. He's just like got different social skills than yeah, other but people. Because the movie but, did not disclose that. I don't think exactly. that we're supposed to we can't believe assume. that. Like yeah. we can, you can make assume, assumptions about people, but the job of the movie is to give you the information you need to understand the characters. Right? Exactly. Like, and that was wanted, a fail. And that was a fail. We got that for Rosemary's character. I think yeah. we did get a little bit more of her background. We saw her as a kid interacting with her dad. We saw her memories. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more depth to her character, but um, Jamie's character or what's his name? Anthony. There wasn't, Anthony. there wasn't really any background information about him. We didn't see what happened to him depressed and her just sad and depressed and that's fine but I'd like to know why you know I'm my job as the viewer is to get to know him and understand his his like reasoning and I didn't get that yeah but beautifully set great costumes great music um you know Christopher Walken's in it and he it's oh god I don't Um, think I've ever heard a worse accent than Christopher Walken trying to play Irish. I very confusing why so bad for every Irish person that I know probably didn't watch that movie, but yeah, horrible, very Americanized version. You know, I was New York Irish. He's like, oh, Anthony, 
And I'm like, what? He's like, hey, yeah, hey, you're yeah. actually, yeah, what you, what you, you <laughs> Oh my God. It was really bad. Oh, but also, I have now watched it twice. So, oh gosh. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> will I watch it, it a third? Who knows? Who the fuck? Um, Laura, no. let's close it off with our one final question about this movie. If Wild Mountain Time was a food, what kind of food would it be? And would you order it? again oh okay <laughs> if it was a food it would be a um like kind of like when you go out to eat and you get like a salad that has like far too many ingredients in it <laughs> like you get a salad that has you know iceberg lettuce arugula cherry tomatoes olives avocado toasted walnuts like pepitas yeah uh, you know like it's it just like, can't, and it can't decide who it is it's the salad who can't decide who it is you know yeah. it's just like <laughs> and I'm just like I'm eating you but I don't like what's happening because I can't right. figure out what flavors I want or don't want because you <laughs> haven't let me choose because you're literally giving me fucking everything so yeah that's oh, how yeah. I feel about that okay what about you yeah. what do you think you know, uh, I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, man, if wild mountain time was a food, I would probably say it is like a, a weird shepherd's pie, but made with like tofu and cauliflower mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, like you look at it and you're like, Ooh, it looks so good. It's like hot out of the oven. The mm-hmm. gravy's there. You're like, I cannot wait to dive into this pie mm-hmm. and you dive in and you take a bite and you're like, okay, not what I was expecting at all. You're like, this Oh, weird. And then oh. you like, you keep eating because you're like, uh, I mean, I don't want to waste it. It's also not that bad, mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. not what you ordered, not what no. you thought it was. And definitely didn't live up to the expectation you had in your mind when you looked yeah. at it at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> but we're really taken by the visuals, which in this we're case really is the music and the, the Irish countryside. Exactly. So. Uh, all okay. right. Well, <laughs> Thanks for listening, Meg. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hashtag your T's, uh, dot your eyes. Yeah, hashtag somewhat decent reviews. Follow us on Instagram at somewhat decent reviews. Pew, pew, and pew. listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to your normal podcasts, <laughs> by which I mean just Spotify because I don't know how to upload to Apple yet. Thank you and have a good night. <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs>